0: Okay, joining us now is one of the rising stars of Florida politics, uh, Congressman Michael Waltz. He is a, uh, a US rep from the other coast, uh, but he's also one of the most recognizable new members of Congress um, has made, I can't, I mean, I get a Google, I have you on Google alerts and it's just like you are popping up again and again on there. So thank you very much for coming on Hunkering down with Peter Schorsch.
1: Sure, yeah, my pleasure, Peter. And um, wow, yeah, thank you for that. I guess uh, I did not go to Congress to sit around and hang out and go to ribbon cuttings. So we've we've hit the ground running. We've been busy trying to get things done.
0: So everybody always asks about my politics, about where I come down, and I'm all over the place. Uh, but what I do like, you know, where the divide is, is kind of I just don't like the the backbenchers that don't do anything. So if you are if you are a Michael Waltz or a Matt Gates, you're, you're going to be somebody that I write about often. If you're Stephanie Murphy, you're going to be uh, somebody I, I write about often. So right. you're intriguing to me because you're fiercely conservative. But then every now and then you will throw a curveball and you will co- not co-sponsor, but you will. You will reach out to representative murphy and you guys will do a joint initiative on something or you will you'll just you'll you'll crack back on what the conventional wisdom is about you know a a conservative lawmaker
1: yeah no well thanks and 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 i am a proud conservative but at the same time you know when i come with a business background having having built a business from scratch and as a green beret and you know peter in the foxhole or in business you know, there it doesn't matter black, white, or brown, Republican or Democrat, it's about results. Uh, particularly in, in combat. I mean, you've got to get the mission done, you've got to move forward. And so, you know, there are certain things where I'm not gonna necessarily stand on conservative ideology. It's about moving the ball. And I'll take fifty percent of something rather than hundred percent of nothing. And that's just how I've approached this whole thing. And well, uh, worked with worked with Stephanie uh Murphy, worked with a number of Democrats, heck co-founded a bipartisan caucus called Four Country F O R, like we are Four Country of post nine eleven veterans, Republican and Democrat, with that same philosophy. Let's move out and accomplish the mission.
0: You know, as you're saying that, um, one of the issues has been the part, and I think it's I think it's dissipating, but has been people trying to jam this through a partisan lens. And either blame this person or blame that person or, you know, make it, um, you know, it's just been, it's just been back and forth. And I'm not even going into what the president has said or not said. I guess what is the thing that is worrisome to me is I read, uh, I'll read, um, I think yesterday there was an article about Google searches in what are traditionally red districts and that they had finally spiked up over the last couple of days. Um, And now on the counter of that is, is, you know, the people in the blue states um, would like to, I know that they would like to use some part of this as a way to weaken the president going into an election. And I would be a fool, no matter, even if I disagree with his, uh, his his initial reaction, I would be a fool to say that there were not people that saw an opportunity there to politicize something. Um, when did you think it got real for, I, I, I've been asking everybody when they thought it got, when coronavirus got real for them personally, but I'd like to ask you first, when do you think it got real for most Republicans?
1: You know, I don't, Peter, I, I hesitate to speak for most Republicans. I could tell you when it got real for me. And it got real for me as soon as I saw this blowing up in China. Uh, because I do not trust the Chinese Communist Party as far no. as I could throw any of them, uh, so I didn't trust the numbers coming out. I know how interconnected you know the Asian regional economy is, much less the global economy, and so as soon as I saw this, you know, starting to really gain steam over in China and then pop over to uh, South Korea and other countries, I knew that we had to. Uh, start taking this incredibly seriously. And regardless of your politics, I do think the president was right to cut off um, travel from China very early. Now, we can, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about other things that could have, would have, should have been done uh, soon, faster or later, because there's, you know, it's almost like what we go through with hurricanes. You know, there's, if, if the hurricane diverts or isn't that bad, then there's accusations that you overprepared and that, you know, this was over dramatic. But then if you Right. If it if it hits like an Andrew or a Michael, then there's accusations that you didn't do enough. So in some ways, you know, he's going to be damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. I think right now we're on an effective track uh, and to to really start to lock our society down. But you have to you have to recognize that this is a very fine line with our economy and with and for not panicking people uh, and having them and having them overreact on a very personal level right i mean the the economic damage here is going to be very real uh, i just talked to a restaurant owner whose family has been in the business for year decades and they're closing 40 restaurants and laying off 2500 people and the ripple effect on uh you know on how many mortgages can't be paid and rent that can't be paid and landlords that are then affected and on and on is is going to be uh is going to be devastating in some ways so it, it's it's, it's easy to throw grenades from the outside. It is very difficult to walk that fine line. But in terms of blame, I blame China and their government. I just want to say very quickly, they've known about this since November. And to jail, to prosecute doctors who are trying to ring the alarm bell, they still have nine of their doctors in prison that we know of. Uh, and sat on it for literally months, and still have not let the CDC and the World Health Organization in to understand the root causes of all of this. So, if we want to point fingers, let's point them at Beijing.
0: I, I agree with you fifty um, percent, I guess. I agree. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I the, the the I hate seeing it referred to as a um, as the China virus because I don't think that that accomplishes anything. Uh, but as somebody – I'm not not a member of Congress, but as someone who follows global affairs pretty closely, I absolutely agree with you 1,000 percent You know that this is a closed totalitarian society. We have no idea what was really going on with it. I agree with the Marco Rubio argument that their reaction to it shows that they are not ready for global leadership in the 21st century no matter how big their economy is. Um, and I'll go a step further than you uh, or than what you said. And I I do think that they will use it to their advantage um, that, you know, as they are doing the um, Belt and Road project right now, right. I think that they will use this. You know, you've seen them sending uh, advisors and health officials to Italy and Iran uh, and to Africa. Um, I'm not saying that they're not doing that out of some sense of benevolence, but don't think for one second that the Chinese don't have a a, a fifty year plan for this, and that sure. they're um, you know that this it, a weakened United States, you know, a you know. Well, I, I yeah, would be I, I mean, think we're that. I
1: think we're in violent agreement there. Uh, it, but I don't think that they will use it. They are using it. There is yeah, an active. You're right. Yeah. Active disinformation campaign through their diplomats, through their USAID equiv uh, ASD USAID equivalent, excuse me, uh, and through their intelligence and security services to point the finger at the United States uh, and to weaken the United States. And there's actually, I mean, I can't get into details. There are active misinformation campaigns that are going on right now uh, that we can uh, point back to them. So. I think part of the reaction you're seeing and calling it the China coronavirus uh, has nothing to do with kind of uh, any type of race or ethnicity. It has to do with pointing out to the world uh, that 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 was the origin and countering their misinformation campaign. Uh, So uh, part of that is part of that is a reaction to what they are aggressively already doing.
0: OK, this uh, <laughs> this is the most serious of the uh, pods <laughs> where, where it says in the description, a lighthearted. Uh, All right. A, uh, sorry pod- about that. No, 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 no. I, I, I it's it's good to have your level of expertise. Um, you will have a, a global view um, that people need to see or uh, to, you know, to get um, some perspective of where this is going and. Um, but that being said, mm-hmm. um, bring it home for me. Um, you're hunkering down or you're going to be hunkering down here. What are you going to be doing to get by over the next couple of days, uh, over the next couple of weeks, if not months? What are three? I've been asking everybody, give me two or three recommendations, something that you're watching, something that you're reading, something that you're doing. Um, you know, are you hitting the peloton, et cetera? Give it for the audience. How do they get through the the next couple of weeks of (laughs) self-isolation?
1: Well, you know, one, I I put myself, you know, again, as a, uh, I've spent my career as a special forces officer. And uh, so I've done some pretty tough things, but I did spend 12 hours uh, yesterday and last night with uh, my teenage daughter, (laughs) <laughs> uh, and her friend <laughs> driving from uh, D.C. to Florida rather than flying. Uh, but we had a healthy back and forth between their music and uh, some, some good 80s music. So that that, that got us through it. Um, so, you know, look, that's one family, family, family uh, is, I think, just so important. She is, of course, hugely disappointed by a number of track meets and soccer events and graduations and of all all been canceled uh that's tough uh the other piece is fortunately i live not too far from the beach and uh on 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 the east coast and uh i get up early when there's not many people out there and get a run in uh for me a, a, you know exercise and getting those endorphins going uh is is critical for mental health um uh, not just physical health and then look as a representative a lot of people are very nervous Uh, businesses are being devastated right now. So I'll spend the rest of the day on the phone. I've got a round table with a number of my business leaders or a conference call, I should say, with a number of my business leaders talking to radio shows. I love radio uh, because you can get into a little longer uh, of a conversation than the television sound bites and just helping keep people informed. We're throwing all of these federal resources at it, but, but not everybody understands how to navigate the bureaucracy. And that's my job. And so... There won't be for me. It's going to be exercise and uh, and helping people, and then um, you know back and forth with with what the best music is with my daughter.
0: <laughs> this was really informative, and I, I mean, I know you're going to be um, really busy over the next couple of months, but if we can get you back in the next week or so, I think you offer some insights that you know some people are getting Netflix recommendations from other folks, but I think they need to get a serious somber global view from some of our elected officials here in Florida. So if you don't mind, I'll reach out again. I really appreciate you coming on today. Sounds good. You're happy to. Okay. Take care.